Splinters of Jade is a thriller podcast and may contain material not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to Splinters of Jade, the Legend of the Five Rings role-playing game actual play podcast. Your game master is Chris Garvey. They will take everything and leave us to die. Cooney Garu is played by Buell Richardson. Garu is going to let Akira relate the plan. Kitsuki Akira is played by Steve Lanslow Bartolome. Many one, many two, many three, many, many. And Yogo Sojabo is played by Bren Thorson. And so does this headman intend to pay us? Now, on with our show. After a restful night, having caught the thieves that took... Sojabo's Jite, the magistrates are ready to embark out into the next part of their journey. So the five of them have gathered their stuff and with two backpacks are carrying a good amount of supplies out. They travel north the land is fairly empty until they get to a rice farm. They'll cross the paddies and get to a village. The village is pretty small. It has a large barn for storing the rice and other processing of the grain and then just two rows of houses and a main street as you walk into town there's just kind of this feeling in the air like a powder keg ready to explode people are sliding open their shoji screens just slightly you can see eyes peering out And then one older gentleman walks forward and stands before you in the street. His hunched back belies his age, and he's shaking as he's walking. Hello, young samurai. Could I bother you for a moment? Our village is in need of assistance what is it you need grandfather our village has been targeted by a group of bandits they're coming for the rice that we harvest at least what is left from after we paid our taxes last year 
And what we did not already eat over the winter, they will take everything and leave us to die. We have very little to offer, but we did hire two Ronin already. Would the five of you be so kind as to help us? We can pay you what we can. No bandits will be taking your rice, Grandfather. I do not care what they think. And yes, Gru has a look on his face that says, he's going to defend this village no matter what. Yogo will roll his eyes and like, uh, is this crab land still or are we in no man's land? You're basically in crab lands. Basically, but it's it's, it, it's the free. Maybe it, the, the border might be, you know, a couple hundred yards away. You're not sure. Borders in feudal societies are a fluid affair. Yeah. Yeah, but, but we're close enough to Crablands to be considered Crablands. I I'm with my brethren. I'm, I will help defend the village, grandfather. Excellent. I I cannot express what this means to the village. Come come to the inn. It's not much, but the other two. Samurai are there. Following to the uh, inn, then. Yeah. So the inn itself is very much not anything to speak of. It's all of two stories. On the first floor is probably the only eating establishment and in the entire town. Uh, and it probably sees no one for most of the time. And then the upstairs has all of three rooms. This is Haru's in here, but it will be where you can stay free of charge. We will cover all expenses. And you see two Ronin sitting at one of the tables with heaping plates of food before them. Rue finds a table to sit at and will get a small plate. He is not going to be so gluttonous. Kind of what I was thinking, too. Get a small plate of food from them and supplement it with the provisions we brought. Yogo is going to judge the character of this headman. I'm assuming headman. Yeah, he's a headman of the town. Because I want to know if he actually intends to pay us. I've heard too many stories from other from Psy uh, village villagers intent like saying, oh, we'll pay you to defend us from the bandits and then not pay and then try and kill the Ronin in their sleep. 
All right. This would be air because I'm analyzing air sentiment. Yeah. And it's going to be a TN2. Okay. Am I still inebriated? You are inebriated. Okay, cool. So that's double the strife. Okay, so I got it with TN2, uh, explosive success, two opportunities. Let me pull up the opportunity table. You can learn another character's demeanor and current strife. Interesting detail about a character in the scene. Or you can act subtly to attract minimal attention. Or remove strife. Okay, I want to learn an advantage or a di- no, I want to learn a disadvantage of one of the Ronin. All right. The male Ronin there has a disadvantage of he has a disadvantage that he is a known braggart. So braggart. Okay. Good to know. And so does this headman intend to pay us or at least pay the Ronin? He's clearly intending to pay. He might be taking your meals out of the payday, but he does not seem like he's going to hurt you to get his way. Okay, that that's that's good. I said, Gru sits there, and he like I said, he gets a small small portion. He doesn't. He's not wanting to be seen as a glutton. He's gonna eat a little bit. You could hear the two Ronan talking over there. Looks like we'll have to split the payday even further now. Only if they manage to actually help in this battle. I will turn to the other two and be very subtle with this. I am curious, are you two planning on doing this for free? Food is all I require. I do not wish to put out the uh, village elders too much. Very well. I will then turn to as we sit as sit down. I would not worry too much. I would only take pay for my for the use of my Yoriki, who sadly has no current lord other than myself, and myself is still only paid by the Emerald Magistrates. Yeah, keeping an eye on them when he says Emerald Magistrates. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great minds. The 
female Ronan, she kind of cocks her eye a little bit and goes back to eating the food that's in front of her. Like I said, they have very full plates. Okay, like Yoga did to the uh, headman. I'm going to size up these Ronins, see if I can see if they intend to murder us in, the, in our sleep in order to get a bigger payday. All right. Uh, this will be a TN4. Uh, Kitsuki method or no? Nope. Okay, well, here goes nothing. Wait a minute. Do you wait, wait, wait. Do you have any advantages you want to try and use? Uh, let's see. Uh, the only advantages that could um, come to play are precise memory and um, secrets. Passion for secrets. Mm, yeah, that, that that those that's precise memory is more for recalling, not analyzing. Right. And passion yeah. for secrets is if I actually find one. So no. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just a pa- that's a passion, not an advantage. I know. So no, not really. All right. So you're you really aren't able to get a beat on them. You haven't seen them enough or talked to them enough no. to know what they're about. No, but I will keep the um, success with the uh, advantage opportunity and the other success. Leave the one of the strife off. And I'm going to notice um, an interesting detail about one of them. All right. Which one? Oh, let's go the female. All right. You notice the way the calluses are on her hand that she holds her uh, weapon in a peculiar way. Hmm. Are you guys going to talk to them at all? I was. I did already talk to them. And you haven't responded yet. What what had you said? I said you don't really have to worry about we are Emerald Med uh, splitting the pay. We are paid by the Emerald Magistrates. I will only take money for oh yeah my your key who you know sadly doesn't get paid that much for the use of my key, I should say. So the man stands up. <laughs> We don't need you. The great Henri can take care of this entire village. I am more than enough. Gru looks him up and down. How tall is this guy? Uh, About as tall as you, but a little bit more broad. You do know what they say about the braggart, don't you? He bites off more than he can chew. Never turn down aid. Even if you think you can do everything by yourself. Don't get in my way. Don't be where my blade is. 
now, now, let's all be friends. We're all going to be fighting these bandits. So speaking of which, and I turn to the woman because it seems like the the man has more brawn than brain. What is the bandit count so far? Like, how many are we up against? From what I understand, there are many. Many is not really a good number to go by. I'm just given the information from the headman. Have you scouted them out yet? Do we know where they're camped? They're to the west. In the foothills. Okay, I would like to... So... What is Toritaka's skullduggery and air ring? Like, how good is she? Would she be at scouting? She'd be decent at scouting. Her air ring is a three. Okay. Skullduggery. Well, that. The trade skills is a one. It's better than nothing. That keep three is pretty good. Size kind of useless in this. Exact same as Guru's. Air 3, Skullduggery 1. You want me to assist? Uh, Air 3, Skullduggery. Well, well, this would be, this would be, I would be sending two people out and I'm wondering who. So, how well are either of you at scouting? Ha! The great, uh, Andre is. A master at everything. So you're you're out. Uh, how about you? Uh, what is your name? Mirai. Mirai. How well are you at scouting ahead? Well enough, but not something I do often. All right. I would like uh, presume. Uh, Pardon my presumption this, but would you assist my friend Katsuki Akira in a scouting mission? I believe you have an air ring of three, Akira? Yes, I do. Okay, and you have a skullduggery of three, because you're... I'm a sneaky son of a gun. <laughs> yeah, you're more sneakier than I. I only have a skullduggery of two and an air ring of two. I haven't boosted it yet. Wow, I'm sneakier than a scorpion. Well, Yogo aren't meant mostly to be sneaky. (laughs) (laughs) Unless they're a part of that school, but uh, I just haven't investigated it yet. So would you care to assist my friend Katsuki Akira in a scouting mission? I would like to know the bandits numbers, their armaments, if they have any horses. Horses will be a problem. Basically, what we're up against. Very well. But he will have to ride behind me. Uh, I hope that's not a problem, uh, Katsuki-san. Uh, that's not a problem. As soon as they're done, I, I would say, like, send them out, because many is not a good number in with these odds. No. 
unless they're counting in rabbit, then many is it is definitely a number of one, two, three, many, many, one, many, two, many, three, many, many. Yeah, well, you have to remember that in a feudal society, a lot of people didn't know how to count. Mm-hmm. Like counting is a learned thing. <laughs> it's not something inherent to people. And the fact that one of these Ronin is a braggart and probably can't count. Yeah. I will see to the defenses. Well, I believe Cooney and Onrio. Is that what his name was? Oni? Onrio? No, I'll, I'll type it in here for you. Please. Could you type in both their names? <laughs> Already on it. Yeah, okay. Aunt Anri. Anri. Probably should train whatever peasants we have in spear combat or make some spears, have the peasants make spears, sticks, and all that stuff to jam in the ground. I'm not going to share my payment day with the the people paying me. If Minari is right, and we are against many, I doubt the great Henri can handle more than what? Ten? I can beat ten before breakfast. Yes, but it's after breakfast I'm more worried about. The more people we have on defense, the more eyes we have out, we can we can have a advanced warning plus bodies to beat back the, our foes. Ah, cannon fodder. What's a cannon? Ah, arrow fodder. Gru just shakes his head at the lack of compassion of this Ronin. Yeah. No wonder he's a Ronin. I will make sure to train. I'll train with you. Uh, Toritaka Koyu pipes up. Actually, Toritaka, if you would go a sigh and scout and not scout up. Uh, uh, what's the word for reviewing armaments and what we actually have in town to fight with? Inventory? Inventory. Yeah, review our inventory here. Very well. I can do that. I would like to know what we're working with. Mariah <laughs> is her meal. All right, Katsuki-san. Let's go. You'll have to go bareback. Well. And she takes you out and around the building. And behind it, you see the largest pony you've ever seen. In fact, it's not a pony. It's a horse. I have not seen one of these outside of you. Yes. Well, climb up. All right. Uh, Kind of gingerly and a little bit nervous. Climb up on the back. 
And as soon as you're uh, situated, you hear her do a slight whistle and kick her feet and off you go. (gasps) Have you do a fitness roll just to make sure you stay on. Okay. It's going to be an earth fitness. Okay, fitness two, I think. Yep, two and earth is... Okay, that's three success, two strife. All right, you stay on. It was just a TN2. Okay. Do you only want to take two success then, so you have less strife, and you can take that opportunity? Yeah. All right, what would you like to do with your opportunity? Uh, Recall if anything I remember about any dealings I had with other uh, unicorns. Uh, see if that anything uh, could apply to this situation. Well, the last time you dealt with unicorns, they were Maho Sukai up in the Dragonfly lands. Yeah, it's not going to be much help. Before that... You didn't deal with them a whole lot. They kind of were off doing their own thing. Even though they were neighbors to you, they stuck to their planes on the steps mm-hmm. and you had your mountains. Yeah, see if I can remember any legends or rumors I heard about them that might assist me. You recall that there are some... Uh, women unicorn who the most unnerving thing about them is that they are deathly silent in battle. Hmm. Take another glance at her. See if I notice any um, either unicorn uh, colors or the styling of her uh, armor or dress. Uh, nothing in her clothing, nothing in, no armor, no heraldry, none of that. She's a ronin. Okay. You do see a very curved sword strapped to the horse, though. And an extremely small bow. Okay, well, the bow is unusual since... Um, normally I'm used to the Yumi and I don't know about the horse bow, so. So I'm going to presume that these are, um, Gaijin-like weapons. And. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Gaijin-like weapons and. Presume that she's probably a Ronin from the Unicorn Lands. Was a Unicorn before she became Ronin. All right. You go on at a fairly quick pace, and then suddenly Mirai pulls up short. We go from foot from here. I'm not going to endanger Botan at all. Of course, of course. (laughs) Give me a moment. I'm not used to riding an actual horse. 
take a moment to stretch out. And, and you can see her unclip the quiver and the sword that she has and carries her short bow with her. Okay. Their encampment is just over the next ridge. Right. Okay. Take a quick look at the ridge and see the best way to approach without being seen and having the best uh, field of view. All right. Air. Yep. Air skullduggery. I'll, uh, yeah, I'm almost tempted to have it be air survival. Because this is more out in the wilds. Um, Punishment for metagaming. <laughs> <laughs> so survival? Or... Yeah, because you're out in the wilds. Okay. This isn't really criminal organizations or criminal activities that you're doing. Okay. You're you're looking for a hiding spot. Right. This is just a TN2. Okay, well, three success, one opportunity then. Actually, going to do that uh, two success, two opportunity. Yeah, that's what I would go for. Yeah, go for the opportunities. All right. What would you like to do with your opportunities? All right. Uh, I'm going to um, observe some of the layout of the land. Um, uh, see how well they made their camp and uh, see access points, ways I can get in and get out without being seen or ways we can uh, uh, bottleneck them. Or basically okay. noticing something about the camp itself. That would okay. not be obvious. I'm not going to really go for that because that's going to be your next role. Okay. You're, you're not even able to see them based off of this role. You're looking, you're scouting the land and getting up to the top of the ridge to look over. So this is to make sure you're in a safe spot. Okay. Oh, you can always notice an interesting detail about a character in the scene, such as the Ronin you're with, such as an advantage or disadvantage at DM's discretion. You may have established a new detail for the NPC. Yeah. You're in air, right? Yes. Yep. I think I'll go with that. Uh, what would you suggest? Uh, advantage or disadvantage? Her advantage. Okay, yeah. Um, I'll get a feeling for her and get one of her advantages then. All right. Uh, she is... Uh, sorry, trying to go through everything here in my head. Uh, she is has the advantage of famously why am I putting a blank on these? You literally don't have to have the same advantages that are in the book. Most NPCs are made up advantages. Yeah. She she's courageous. 
So she can re-roll two dice when being faced with adversity. Okay. So when that when it would be appropriate. Yeah, so that's that's good to know. She's someone that I can actually rely on in the clinch. All right. So we're up. Up, we got a good hiding spot, and I see the camp layout in front of me. All right. Now you're going to do your skullduggery air to analyze the criminal organization. Okay. TN2. Okay, so, so that would be two success, two advantage, and then strife. All right. So with the strife, you're just kind of, it, it's a lot that you're taking in right now. Yeah. And the strife actually comes from your success here because you're seeing about 50 men milling around. Oh, boy. Uh, they're sleeping on the ground, so there's nobody hit really hidden, and they have horses, well, ponies. They don't seem like they're in the best of shape, and their armor is worn and ragged. What would you like to do with your opportunity? Oh. Now you can do what you did before. Yeah, notice the detail that isn't hidden, that isn't immediately obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Something pertinent about the camp um, that's not immediately obvious, I can pick out. All right. With your keen eyes, you see one individual who has kind of a rat face to him. You recognize him. Okay. As you had interrogated him just yesterday. Uh Oh. Okay. There are my eyes as a... Okay. So good... The general layout and and everything. Yeah, there's there's a couple campfires that have burned to the ground, and but there's really nothing of a layout. They're just behind the hill, kind of in a secluded area, and they're kind of free to move about. There's no tents. There's no structures of any kind. Right. Okay. Well, I think pretty much uh, the job here is done. For with Mirai that uh, she agrees with the assessment of about so many men, about so much and everything. Time to go back. All right. So you return to see, as you return, you see Kuni Guru 
standing with a bunch of peasants and the peasants are just fumbling around with these wooden spikes pointed the spears that are haphazardly made you in fact you even see one holding it backwards where the point is facing them okay. normally guru would have caught this but this person is in the third row of people and just out of sight Andre is chuckling as he's watching, not helping. Get off the horse as I pass by. Take the spear from the guy holding it backwards. Turn it around. Hand it back to him. Pat him on the shoulder. Uh, Have an assessment of the camp. Can you tell us? Uh... About 50 men. Two and a half score. That is a lot more than I was planning on. Right. That is, uh, that is a right army. Yes, but they are ragged in worn armor. And guess who else I spotted? Who? Oh. Pointedly look down at uh, Yogo's Jite. Then look back up at him. Ah, our rat friend. Yes. So this is what their plan was. Uh, has Toritaka and Sai come back with the inventory yet? Uh, they came back a while ago, and we're just kind of waiting for everybody to gather back up. All right. What checks would I have to know to like start planning a defense? What would that be? Uh, ta- that's a tactics roll. Tactics Earth is what I'm thinking because we're withstanding. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. kind of how did you want to go about it? So uh, tactics Earth makes the most sense. That's not what I wanted. What am I doing? Sorry, I got to look at double check my tactics. I think it's only one. Yeah, tactics. Only one. Anybody wanting to assist or can... No, I'm alone on this. Everybody else is doing stuff. You can get an assist from Sai if you like. Sai's taking inventory with Toritaka. So they've gotten back. This is that yeah, but I'm doing back. this at the same time. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, you have to remember that this is all being in conjuncture. Okay. It's going to be a TN2, but more successes will result in more information. Oh, come on, explosion. Oh, I failed. Oof. I only... <laughs> I have... So, let, let just a sec. Let me pull up. Okay. General. Marshall. Dan, what can I do with that? No. Basically, I'm taking two strife for this because I had to keep an explosion, but it rolled into it. So that's three opportunity and a success and a strife. Uh, Not a good roll. So I'm going to go ahead. If I failed, determine the easiest way to accomplish the task you are attempting. 
skill and approach, which I think we already have. Yeah, you already have that. I'm going to provide assistance. I'm going to spend two to provide assistance to the next character to attempt that check to accomplish something similar. I got a lot of data, but I don't know how to organize it. It's a problem. All right. You're, you're in analysis paralysis. Yeah. And Cooney, go ahead and reduce your strife by two. So you're kind of in the scene here. Kira's not. Sorry. Yeah. So also speaking of Cooney Guru, I'd like him to do a command check just to see how well he's training the martial no let's do a martial arts melee to see how well he's training the villagers. This is a TN2. I'll let you choose the ring, but that will affect how the villagers do during battle. So what stance are you doing? Sorry. Yeah, he's an Earth. (laughs) You know Earth is the best for Guru. (laughs) Yes, but is it going to be the best for the villagers? Basically, he's setting him up to basically plant their the spears so that way they run and run into them then they run uh that will be three successes two opportunities and a strife all right what do you want to do with the so with the opportunities i'm going to oh what can i do I think what I can do with those opportunities. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, how about they all like get assistance with that first attack? So that would be two opportunities. That's basically provide assistance to the next character to attempt a check to accomplish something similar. Okay. Yeah. So the opportunities are, I've drilled them in a way so that way the first, when they first meet the enemy, they get a. Uh, a technique to get them an advantage on it. Okay. All right. So you're you've successfully trained them in their attacks. All right. So Kitsuki Kira has arrived back. We went through that now. So you're all met up back at the inn. All seven of you. As, and Akira mentioned that they are on horses, correct? They have horses, yes. They Pony. have ponies, at least. Yeah, they have ponies. Better than nothing. Yeah. Ponies are going to be the most common through the through Rokugan. Yeah. yeah. Horses it, are pretty much only unicorn. Yeah. Yeah. So basically they have ponies, so really the uh, the spears are going to be set up for accepting a charge because more than likely the run will charge in. So it sounds like Guru might be planning some tactics now. Is that right? A little. All right. Why don't we do a <laughs> tactics roll? And you get a free uh, assist from me. Yeah. Earth will, with an assist. I will actively assist if I can. I have the skill, so. 
So you can get two active and one passive assist, so three assists in all. Wow. So it's two skills. I'm not and, telling you the TN. So it's two skills in one uh, stat. Yes. Ring. So it's a t- actually it's a TN two. Hmm. What do I want to keep? Well, I'm keeping the four successes. You can keep all of that. I know. So you got three assists. But, but it's I just like, do you want to, to keep the strike? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an excellent question. It's like, yeah. that's a lot of strife. That is it a is a lot of strife. But four strife total. It's also a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. If I keep the four successes, it'll be one strife, one opportunity. If I keep an additional, and I actually I can't keep it all. I keep all but one. So I could have a max of three strife, three opportunities, and four success. And that is what I will do. But yes. Um Sojubo calms Guru, lowers his strife, and then he raises it back up as he's planning some tactics. Uh, yeah, my strife's pretty high too. All right. So I said that was four successes, three strife, three opportunities. And the opportunities are going to be showing the Ashigaru the or the is the peasants the best way to fool those incoming so that way they are unaware of the attack and fall into a sort of a trap. Okay. So you're it's getting to the evening and the headman comes in. The bandits said they'd be coming by tomorrow. So we we all better get rest. But before that, the other villagers would like to hear what the plan is for you seven. They're all gathered outside. Gru looks at at the rest of them. Shall we? We shall. Might as well, yes. So outside, you see five children, ten men, ten women, of then that's of adult age, and then in addition to the headmen, you see another three elderly individuals. The entire village has gathered for you. Gru is going to let Akira relate the plan. As the side. Okay, we've got ten men, ten women, seven samurai. Well, one samurai is worth um, at least ten of them, so we have them outnumbered almost two to one. Probably seems sporting now, does it? 
Maybe. You, you hear a, a light murmur amongst no, that, the villagers. That was, that was an aside. That, that was not in character. Yeah, Yoga would like slap his forehead like, ugh. Yeah, that, that was definitely not in character. That was just for you guys. Okay, so... So what was the plan? Uh, basically, funnel him in, lead him to a trap... So, yeah, we got to funnel them, get them in the hot gates, basically, is what we're planning, I guess. Yeah. Try and say that in as uh, simple terms as I could. Again, we don't want you doing the actual fighting. We're here to protect you, but we do want you to uh, funnel them down this street here. Uh, so that we could, um, so we could deal with them. Excellent plan, Samurai. We shall prepare for them in the morning. Please make yourself comfortable at Haru's. Splinters of Jade is a work of fiction and is not affiliated with Edge Entertainment, Fantasy Flight Games, or Asmodee International. Music is used with permission from Darren Curtis. More of his music can be found on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, or his website, darrencurtismusic.com. Our logo was designed by Nix Animalia. More of her art can be found on Etsy, recording, editing, and sound design is by Bren Thorson. Story is conceived by Chris Garvey. You can follow us on Twitter at at SodgePodgeRPG, Facebook at facebook.com backslash SodgePodrpg, and SodgePodrpg.podbeam.com. You can message us at SodgePodrpg at gmail.com. Please leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your podcast player of choice. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you can't grasp J-Strike it, grasp it with Earth.